0: Welcome to the All Walks of Art podcast. I'm here with my friend, Paul. How you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? We are uh, diving into this in a uh, three-topic post today, podcast post. Is it a post? Wow. Uh, am, am I thinking about too many different things? Is that what I don't is? know. Um, gear's in the way. I will say that. So I'm, I'm goofing off with gear, and you know stuff how I am. stuff everywhere. Yeah. And you know, I'm just playing. I want to see what what my limitations are and kind of how I can make this a little bit more roadworthy so we can go other places besides just here. But the topics for today is who do you admire as a creative in terms of influence, drive, inspiration, etc.? Uh, number two is a routine important for artists, talking about studio time, easel time, practice time, that, that sort of thing, your routines, how you do it. And are we making art or are we simply trying too hard to make content for social media? So, without further ado, we'll get started on this. Paul. Yes. What have you been up to?
1: Working and playing. <laughs> playing and working. As, as
0: I throw it out there at you.
1: I just got done having a rehearsal with uh, one of my bands, Bios Group.
0: Yeah. Last night, I uh, had a gig, outdoor gig. That was a fantastic gig. It was fun. I'm, I'm surprised I can talk today. I was trying to, trying to get loud. I, just, you know.
1: I had a little bit of technical trouble, but you'll have it Did you catch that?
0: I did. There were some places where the bass cut out on you.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, we were going basically open amp, and uh, I had that thing cranked. Like I ain't never had it cranked before. I thought that might be a factor, but I got looking online on that particular GK amp I got. If it gets overloaded, not necessarily with the signal I'm giving it, but um, either with uh, a short and a speaker cable or mm-hmm. a short inside the speaker or with power it will
0: shut down. But once I lighten the load a little bit, it seemed like it was okay. But Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering how they were doing sound. It was kind of a interesting thing. Um, yeah, we were pretty much open amp, just vocals
1: to the PA. I so. see, I see. Luckily, we between Ryan's 100 watts of Mesa and yeah. <laughs> my 500 watts of GK, we were able to,
0: to get through it. So it was fun. Speaking of sound... Uh, I hope nobody at home can hear or wherever it is you're listening to this podcast can hear the fan I have running in the background. I forgot to turn it off and we're kind of buried in what we're doing now. So it's just going to run the, the uh, extra cool air feels good and it might be kind of fun for me to try to get that sound out of the mix. Anyway. Yeah, be a learning challenge, challenge for me. We'll talk about it. So, um, the beer we have today for our, our podcast, uh, it was inspired by Paul, um, Oh really yeah it was i was i was trying to find something you might like i i, I hated like that doom pedal yeah <laughs> 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 well you got it right i mean it's not doom patrol that's cool yeah, Doom pedal. Uh, i was in the store i was thinking you know what i really i love jackie o's brewery over in athens i really do if, if nobody listening can tell that or not but um i was going through i was like you know i want to pick something that he might like so i thought maybe something a little more on the wheat side would be better and If we could throw some different flavors into it, that might help as well. Some would call this a ladies' beer. I don't. I think it's a fantastic summertime beer. Uh, It's called Raz Wheat. It's a raspberry wheat ale. So if you like raspberries, this this is kind of your gig. Um, I do happen to know it goes really good with raspberry cheesecake. So it pairs very well with that. So for all you uh, beer snobs like me, uh, go give it a shot. Paul, you want to give us a try? Yeah, let's see what all happens right. there. I don't um I don't really know when they really come out with this, but it's it was fermented. Fir, uh, sorry, fermented. It, it was fermented. It was uh fermented with all natural raspberry puree. Uh it's a 5.5% alcohol by volume, little tasty wheat ale. It's got some nice flavor to it.
1: Got a nice collar. It looks like uh, rose champagne.
0: Whoa. Yeah, it does. It does. It's pretty good. I had a few of these wise mown grass yesterday. And by a few, I mean a few more than probably I needed, but it was the grass. I have over an acre to mow here, you know? It's a lot of grass. It is a lot of grass. Let's see what this tastes All right, like. Go ahead. You do it first. And if you die, I won't drink it. <laughs> what do you think? I don't hate it. Mhm. I still like it. I just I, I think, you know, it don't taste fruity like I was expecting it to. Yeah, yeah, it's not over. It doesn't jump out at you and make you feel like you're eating or drinking a, a V8 or something.
1: I like how it looks. I like how it makes me feel while I'm holding the glass here. I feel
0: <laughs> I feel regal. You look regal. You are right there King Paul the 1st. <laughs> So I, I gotta ask though. All right, well so I'm on. really interested in what your take is on this because uh I have a few people that I've I've watched over the years and it's it's easy to say that you know you could admire a particular creative person for what they've done and what they've achieved and if they're dead or alive, it doesn't really matter. And and for me as an artist, it's you know the the simple thing is is to go back and look at. Wow, oh, I really really respect what Rembrandt did. He's a, you know, an influence, and and I have to say, not really. I I like the art, but, uh, influentially, <laughs> is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's not contemporary. It, it, it's not what I'm doing today. It's not. He didn't live in our time, obviously. Right. So, you know, I, I'm always interested in how current people are doing it um and how they've managed to do what they do so i kind of want to get your take on you know who who influences you as a creative and it doesn't have to be uh, musical
1: (laughs) man that's a there's a lot of them but i mean i i think i mentioned one of our earlier podcasts you know just as a musician two of my biggest influences was cliff burton and Mm -hmm. billy gold billy gold from faith no more and really he's billy's probably had the biggest impact on me because his fearless approach to the instrument you know he would he would slap he would use a pick mm-hmm. he'd use his fingers he'd use distortion he would solo mm-hmm. and that has crept into everything i've done because of him cool um i think that's a a a, a pretty good um you know if i had to nail down musically mm-hmm. i mean that that's it and then even you know, my vocals and stuff later on, that all sprung from being a bassist. Right. But just creative in general, honestly, you know, Todd McFarlane, uh, his art. Oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liefeld from uh, Image Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of his earlier, like, Marvel stuff as right, well. Right, right. Uh, but Frank Franzetta. Yes. Uh, yeah, I used massive. to love getting, getting his... Uh, Cards and books that just had his different yeah, yeah. art in it, and I could always, I could always just look at that stuff, and um, more so than you know, like we joke and talk about uh, some of these, you know, or like looking at the Mona Lisa or something, right, right. you know, I, I appreciate that, but when I would look at at that kind of stuff, it would, it would hit me inside in a right, certain right. way, It'd make you're, me feel yeah. it would, it would uh, stir me emotionally. I think and you're touching Transettos on a yes. real a real good example of, of that. I just, I like his style and, and I always found that inspiring just
0: in general. Let me throw something at you here. Um One of the, one of the people that really, a lot of people know me as a photographer. Uh Some people know me as a musician and, and some of the other things I dabble into they're, they're more hobbies for me than, than, than other things. And uh, you know, the photography was a, a profession for a while and I still enjoy it. But I, I want it to be something that I enjoy. So without without really getting too much into that, uh years ago I discovered a a man by the name of Chase Jarvis. Uh he's a photographer primarily. Uh turned accidental CEO, I think is how he likes to put it. Uh he started a, a company called Creative Live, where you can go and watch literally for free whatever they're putting on live right now as a class huh. whether it be for photography for they had a guy on there a while back that I, I really want to get the uh the course on this one but um a guy that records metal like a, a studio recording uh engineer Um mm-hmm. uh, i'm not really i i'm trying desperately to to share this verbally for this podcast i mean without showing you pictures and stuff because it it's it's pretty impressive, all the stuff that are – all the classes, I guess. I'm stumbling over my words today. I don't know why. I think it's that day. We got a little spider running across the ground. You see him? Oh, that ain't going to work for me. I oh, just smash him. Put him uh, out of his
1: misery. I will say, though, you know, the spider is the enemy of the mosquito. Therefore, yeah. the spider is my friend, but yeah. he's got to stay on his side of the
0: room. <laughs> I'm right. But, yeah, Chase, Chase Jarvis – Um as as we squeal like little girls for the spider. Anyway, Chase Jarvis, um, you know, it was easy to to start liking his stuff and thinking, oh, I'm a photographer. I want to do what Chase does. You know, big, I'm talking big budgets, you know, working for Sand Disc, the people who make the little uh, yeah. memory cards. Um, he would they would drop him in on a on a mountain and he would use like high dollar um Lighting like brawn colors, you know, and brawn color lighting. Uh, I mean, like up on the side of a mountain in the snow, why guys are snowboarding and he's just motoring off pictures like crazy with a, a Nikon camera Um, and and really putting some serious stuff out there, showing how extreme these cards, you know, the, the weather and that sort of thing. But uh, Mountain Dew, he's done some work with them and stuff. And. The the guy he's like uh, if I if I want to reference episode eleven you know our our podcast about Star Wars Chase Jarvis is my Yoda when it comes to creative work uh, even though he's not a painter per se I do know he painted I don't know where that went I don't know if he still does it for fun I don't know I'd love to have him on the show he's probably out of my food chain even at this point right. But- um, although I will say he's, he's pretty proactive on Twitter. So any of you who are on Twitter, you can probably actually get his attention on Twitter just by mentioning him. I don't know if he, you know, is all that hard to get a hold of for everyone, but he seems to respond to a lot of, a lot of things that I put out there, but I don't want this to get into a boring episode, but I think influence has a, a big, um, sort of, a. I don't want to say influence. (laughs) (laughs) Influence has a big influence on us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I think as creators today, it's uh, whether you're a painter, a photographer or whatever. I think your influences really do have a way of getting in your head and having you produce things in in a method that may be a little bit overly saturated to the way they do things. I'm I'm trying really hard to get this out of my head and it's it's in there but getting it out here on on this podcast is really kind of difficult for me. Um which is really why I wanted you to think for a minute outside of outside of music because it's it's one thing to say wow I'm really inspired by this guy he makes me want to go make art and it's another thing to look at everything that they've done you know their their personal life their their background where they come from what makes them who they are you know all these things, mm-hmm. and you can be inspired by their journey, you right. know, from where they came from as a as a child to uh, success. You know, or do they even think they're successful? Because you know, I know there's people out there who are making a living at this who don't see themselves as successful. Um, that's a whole nother topic, really, but I don't know. I Matt Diavella is another one of mine. He's a, a filmmaker. He's on YouTube. He's got a, a podcast and some different things like that. Uh, Cesar Santos, uh, an oil painter, just a fantastic oil painter. The story with him is really cool, too. He, he um, lives in Florida. Uh, his parents are Cuban. He lived in Cuba, came here. Uh, pretty much a good artist his whole life, you know, that one of those kids, you know. and. He knew he's a boxer. <laughs> that's that's what's crazy. He actually went through boxing and, you know, wow. and got really good at that, too. And I'd say he probably could probably hurt somebody if he wanted to. But the thing that's neat with him is he went to Florence Academy of Art in Florence, Italy, and decided he was going to pursue this art even further in the atelier-type setting uh, that we've talked about here on the show a couple mm-hmm. of times. And we're talking like a three- to four-year program he finished in a year and a half. Uh, just prodigious in the studio his wow. his his work is just i it's just amazing it it's photorealistic, but um not instagram photo realistic like if you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you know that you know how that you see the instagram pictures of somebody posting something and they put colored pencils next to it and it's like there's no way i mean that's like so much of a photo that i'm gonna get critical here for a second it gets so perfect that it lose to me, it loses a little bit of its artistic flair. You know, if I wanted it to look that good, I'd take a photo. Does that make sense? Yeah. So his have that photo realistic look, but better than a photo. I don't really know how to explain that other than just saying it looks like what's his cat's name? Cesar Santos. I'll have to check his cat. Yeah. Guy he, out. he did, he does some really creative stuff, uh, big paintings. Uh, he'll put like uh, a photo realistic. painting of a dude painting a picture and on his canvas in the painting is actually like a stick figure type painting. (laughs) It's Uh like really jazzed up like something a little kid would put on the refrigerator. Right. right? Uh, He did a painting of a maxi pad and it looked like a photo ad for maxi pad. You know how they, on the commercials they always drop that blue dye on it to show you how it captures, you know, well he, he did it put it up and called it, Picasso's blue period, <laughs>
1: which that's, that's hilarious. Was, yeah. That's, that's just great. great.
0: His juxtaposition of how he puts things together is just fantastic. But I really like him. Stan Prokopenko. I just like saying his name, but honestly, Stan Prokopenko, he goes by Proco on YouTube is just, he's got so much education out there for, for everybody. It, it's fantastic. So hopefully some of the names I've dropped, some of the names Paul dropped really Gave people listening an opportunity to go out and look at what drives us, what pushes us to make the art we make, and inspires us to do what we do, which takes us into routine. And I know all of those artists that I mentioned on my end. I know that they have really strict routines uh, with a little bit of flexibility for their their personal life and all that. But and this isn't really an interview of you. Obviously, we did that in the first episode, so. I'm just trying to share with our listeners, you know, what are our thoughts on routine? You know, so I know what I'm thinking. Give me something.
1: I think that uh, it depends on the individual, but I think routine, uh, I think it can help. But also for me though, I can't necessarily, uh, you know, inspiration is a big Mm -hmm. part of anything I create and i cannot plan to be inspired usually you know i just can't make that if i set aside three hours you know every tuesday and i'm gonna create x i just am not wired that way but if i don't at least try to then i've i've uh kind of robbed myself of the opportunity for it to happen though as well so that's why i've i've got i got a lot of projects that are unfinished right now and been unfinished for quite some time because I haven't probably haven't pushed myself enough mm-hmm. to allow inspiration to happen. So I think there's a happy medium there. I, I, I don't want to get in a situation where I got to be regimated, regimated, regimented, regimented.
0: regimented. <laughs> regimented
1: we're, yep. we're, we're learning a lot of new words today. We, are, uh, it, we talk, a, we a talk a real good.
0: Ohio. It's a tough day in Ohio. It <laughs> yes, really is. Yes. It's hard you, in these you're streets. You're so busy right now. And that's all I'm thinking. I was like, dang, he's, your back is it out or
1: it's it's on the verge it's been a rough couple days but i'm doing okay yeah i'm getting uh
0: not to cut you off no no
1: getting a a procedure done on my vocal cords here at the end of the month so you know i got got things happening but
0: you know uh does does your current routine actually get in the way of creativity i mean when you're really producing a lot and you're out doing a lot of things is there a part of you that says oh i can't make new stuff because i'm too busy
1: Yeah, I'm too busy rehearsing and working on band centric Mm -hmm. projects or shows or rehearsals that I don't have time to to write new material on my own. Right. You're sitting
0: here with me in my spare bedroom. Right.
1: (laughs) But at the same time, if I wasn't, am I really going to I've I've just been for me personally, I've just been more about living my life in the short pockets where I can find it. Yeah. And I have been about sitting in my studio and trying to come up with these last three songs I need to finish up my subtle album I've been working on for two years. So yeah. But but that's on me. When when I get serious about it, it it'll it happen. But I got to start taking uh a little more time and seeing if there's an opportunity for inspiration to be there. Right. And if you don't do that, then you you can't always expect it to happen. But you know, I have a lot of inspiration happening in a car driving. Oh, to, yeah. to get groceries and I'll hear a song and I'll miss hear a lyric and be like, oh man, it should have been here. And this riff could be on here, here. Yeah. And then, well, you know, like I said, bef- I, before, you know, before there was phones with video or with video recorders and mm-hmm. uh, voice recorders, I'd have to pull on the side of the road and call <laughs> a pay phone yeah, right. and sing it to my answer machine.
0: That's so,
1: so funny. You know,
0: <laughs> the days, the days that have
1: passed. But uh, but to me that's how it is. I I don't think you can, you can't plan for inspiration. I don't think a lot. Not for me personally. Other people can, but I think that you can set the stage for it to happen. And yeah, I haven't yeah. really been setting the stage for it yeah. to happen. So
0: it's like with photography. If you if your camera is always in your bag, when that inspiration hits, you you may work through the energy and just kind of put it off and say, you know, I don't want to dig it out. Right. I'll, Go do something else, or like
1: we we talked about a, uh, a few shows ago. By the time you get everything all set up, you're out of the mood. Yeah. If you don't have, yeah. if you don't, that's why sometimes you know an iPhone camera or a, yeah, a, a, an Android camera or something. Sometimes that's good enough. It, yeah. it, it's just like with music, man. Uh, Black Sabbath's first record recorded on a on a eight track, uh, in twenty eight hours, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. So. And it still holds up to this day. And a a good photograph is a good photograph, no right. matter what. It's it's about catching what the eye sees, and as long as it's up to a certain level of quality, of course, absolutely. Um, it it, it doesn't really matter. It matters if you catch it. That's why you can, you know, you can see great drawings and yep. and artwork done with three colored pencils. I mean,
0: exactly, exactly. I I tend to kind of think of routine a lot of it is time i'm I'm kind of with you on the I, I don't have inspiration just because i showed up uh although i do know that if i show up i'm more likely to fall into inspiration yeah so there's there's a uh, I i think your energy level has a lot to do with it. if you're always tired always worn out it's really hard to create it is uh and if you're stressed out if you've got mental stress in your your life i think that makes it really hard although for some people, that can be uh, the drive that they need to create whatever's on their mind, you know, or get it out, therapy-like, you know. Um, it, I keep saying um. I'm having a hard time with words today. I really am. But you know, for me, uh, having this studio space is kind of the biggest. Thing, I although I do come in here and just sit and do nothing, honestly, I'll I'll look at Amazon and think I need new gear, and you know look at B and H photo that I just got to tell you their catalog is the devil. You know <laughs> they should not be mailing those catalogs out. But
1: but do no. you do that? Do you do that with uh, brushes and painting supplies and that sort oh, of thing? Oh yeah, there? yeah. Really? I'm always
0: always thinking I need another brush. You can't have enough brushes. I mean, I'm
1: like that too. You know, we've talked about I got a lot of a lot of bases, a lot of different equipment and yeah. And I'm big into pedals right now and and doing but what it comes down to is like if I had to, I could do it I could do what I do with one of my two hundred oh, yeah. bases
0: and yeah. straight into the absolute board and I'd Absolutely. be fine. Uh I know with the gear we're using right now, a lot of people give the H four N Pro uh zoom recorder all kinds of hell because they say that the the preamps are terrible and you know, you're limited on this, you're limited on that. And Yeah, we're limited. We've got we've got a left and a right channel that we can use to record into whenever we have a guest. Uh, I basically pan us to the left channel, both of us together, because we we tend to have, uh, uh, once we set it, we can forget it with you and me. Right. Uh, and then I can put the guest in the right channel to isolate them because they're the guests and I want to be able to, you know, make sure that their voice is coming through in a way that I might not be prepared for um, and that sort of thing. So we run through for these podcasts, I just want to share this with everybody listening for these podcasts. We run through a Mackie Pro FX eight version two board. It's a USB based board. So I could do basically use as an interface with the Mac and uh, do some Skype calls if I want to later. Uh, But then we send the mains out as a left and right channel uh channel one channel two on the zoom and the cool part about that is we can set the levels we're at uh the input levels on the zoom right now are 0.7 and we can actually set the the level going into the mackie at about halfway which i think is probably 25 dbs I, i i can't see it from here but it's it's about that you're a little hotter because of the mic you're using I'm using an SM58. You're using a SM58 Beta. A yeah, 57 Beta. 57 Beta. Yeah. Um, so
1: that's the same mic I sing sing into in my studio as well. Yeah, so yeah. I just This is a really great multi-purpose mic. I, so love, I don't,
0: so. I don't think you'd ever need a cloud lifter. I think if we just recorded directly into the bo- the Zoom uh, handy cam, or <laughs> what am I saying, handy recorder, uh, <laughs> old days, old days. Anyway, into the zoom handy recorder, the H four N Pro, it requires a lot more input. Like we're in the fifty range on the DBs. I know we're getting into some geek territory here. And yeah, we're putting we're putting them to sleep. But I know there's I know some gear out there probably yeah, really yeah, loves yeah. this. Guy. I, I wanted to share this because it's it's kind of important. You know, you can use the gear that you have to make the most of it. That's where I'm kind of going with this. Uh I'm I'm Jonesing right now for a field recorder that we can just plug into and get nice backups and all these other things. And in the H six zoom recorder is also an option. They're down to $450 now, which is just insane. Uh, that technology you know, wasn't around long ago, but I, I guess to, to think about routine, the more shit we put out, I just hit the mic. I hope I didn't make any sound. Uh, the more shit we put out, and say okay we're going to record this way we're going to do this we're going to do that sometimes gets in the way yeah you know and you just start putting all this stuff out you start thinking do I really need all that do I really need to sit here and think to myself i i can't produce something of any quality without having all this gear and and you brought up a good point with black sabbath and the 8 track i mean they can you imagine trying to record a podcast like that today how much yeah. knowledge you'd have to have this is easy plug it in and go they they had it a lot more rough than we do
1: well it's like we got more technology in our pocket right now than they had on the first moon landing Mm -hmm. i mean think about
0: Mm -hmm. that i would probably argue to say that we have better technology than the original shuttle missions uh yeah um i could be wrong i'm not a rocket scientist (laughs) um so but you know in routine wise you know you got the gear in the way you got all these other things in the way you got your routine i'm i'm actually one of these people that i come to life about two o'clock in the afternoon i get really excited about doing things and i want to make stuff and uh let's just say between one and nine is kind yeah. of where i really love to be i'm not a morning person never have been i don't like waking up early to make something i, I don't i just don't feel it but i will stay out late you know after midnight i'll be like oh i want to i to paint and I'll find myself painting a lot of times from one in the morning until five in the morning. I enjoy that, too. So I think routine also has, comes down to time. You know, what's what's a good time for you and um, other things. So the, for the folks listening, you know, if you have a job that you have to go to every day, does it get in the way? If it does, can you change that? Can you can you modify your schedule for your routine uh, exercise and things like that? But I don't know a lot a lot of depth there for routine and um we talked about technology here and I I kind of wanted to get into that a little bit on you know making our art uh, the question came up are we are we making art or are we simply trying to uh so I'm not even reading right <laughs> I haven't even had a whole beer yet Can What's you believe that I I don't, I don't know what maybe I just didn't get enough sleep. You think that might be I, it? Could uh, be part of it. I mean, our routine yeah. <laughs> is to do this on Sunday well, you afternoon. Were out, you were
1: out in public though. yesterday. Yeah. So yeah I don't
0: <laughs> Crawled out of my bat cave to say hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> but I think that's a good question. Are we, uh, are we making art or are we just simply making content to post on social media? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I think for guys like us that, you know, social media didn't exist until yeah. after we became, you know, we were already artists and then social media came up. Yeah. Um, I think maybe we look at it a little bit different, but I mean, I find myself thinking about, well, I got to finish this song so I can post this song, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought of that. I'm like, I'm, I want to make this album. And then I want to go out and play it for people. And I don't really s- see myself yeah I, I i don't think that way it's changed the way i think obviously
0: well yeah i i think the the sharing aspect of it this is me talking and i know there's gonna be people who don't agree with this but i think the act of sharing that we've done over the years um kind of devalues the art totally you know it, it be, it's become a commodity and you know? it's diluted the
1: entire the entire scale, you know, the scope of yeah. all art, it's the, the the access that we all have to it. Yeah. Has de, diluted it. Yeah. And I mean, why why with, buy it?
0: You know, why why support the artist? I mean, this came up a lot at work this week. And uh, some of the folks I work with were like, you know, well, when I buy it, I own it. I can do whatever I want with it. And I didn't realize that there were so many people who really do believe that. Right. Um I get harassed a lot because I buy all my music on iTunes, you know, <laughs> so Right, I, and but I wouldn't expect to be able to use the music in my podcast <laughs> or anything that I'm trying to monetize. Right. But there
1: are still, there's a lot of people don't know that you, that you can't do that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's crazy because it's available. It, you know, why, why pay for it when you can stream it for free?
1: Right. Or yeah. you can just right click and hit save photo and, now I got that badass
0: yeah, yeah, picture
1: that, you know, my friend Jess, you know, made their yeah, you yeah. know. How um, is she,
0: by the way? Have you talked to her since the tornado? Uh,
1: oh, I've, uh, she, uh, they, they've had some, quite a bit of damage, but uh, they they feel real fortunate. It's not as bad as what some other people have, but they got, uh, they got a bit of work ahead of them for sure. Wow. So I, I'm, I don't know if they're still without power because they were without power for quite some time it's still. Insane. So yeah, we had a tornado come through. But Dayton and Circleville and which is just a, yeah, a yeah. few miles north of where we're doing this podcast right now. Yeah,
0: Lorville had one, creole had one. I guess yeah. there were like fifteen fifteen or sixteen uh tornadoes in Ohio yeah. in that one storm. So Yeah, it was pretty wild. It's unusual for us. But so. yeah, we were supposed to do a remote
1: uh next week at, at Jess's studio, but that's mm-hmm. been put on hold till they get their figure stuff out. But I mean, she posts a lot of content and a lot of pictures and uh you know i'm sure there's a a certain segment of people that see that stuff and be like well why would i order a print of this when i
0: can just yeah when i can just download it yeah yeah it's it's confusing to me that we don't want to own art anymore we don't want to buy our music anymore i mean i remember the days of being excited going to the record store and grabbing a vinyl record and taking it home and putting it on the record player and actually playing it you know, and, and, and yeah, I mean, we all sat around our tape decks with the radio on, waiting for that song that we love. And we'd hit record so that we could actually record off the radio because it was broadcast. Right. And that was kind of beginning. I got of, tapes and tapes you know,
1: of those still this day from back in the late 80s where I would just yeah.
0: record the radio all the time. And, and it was always cool to get bootleg stuff. Uh, my mic is just like sagging on me. I don't know what. Do you see it moving?
1: No. I don't it,
0: see it. maybe it's the booze it's okay. moving dude it's just off it goes i don't know
1: or you go and get the japan uh the japan release or the european release of something and, and look at it and but that back then that was all part of the package you had the, the album cover yeah. and you're reading the lyrics and you're looking at and i still like doing that i still like buying the cd and and looking it's like macedon's last couple of releases they always yeah. got a really interesting cover and there's always concepts and yeah but i mean it's interesting because whose fault is it at at least um you know with music it's all about singles and stuff anymore yeah or everybody just wants to stream it on spotify or itunes or whatever the hell that they're listening to and i don't know it's just i like to buy it and rip it and then put it on my thumb drive and then i got the cd and then i listened to it but that's that's an old fashioned way of doing it. But yeah, I think uh to get back to what we were talking about, I definitely think that uh social media and YouTube and uh the the proliferation mm-hmm. of music and live performance, it's it's diluted the whole Yeah, there's so much the whole art form of it. And there's no I mean, I saw this coming fifteen years ago. mm mm-hmm. People don't go to live shows like they used to because there's no mystique to it. Mm-hmm. They can watch us on YouTube and see the guy playing it. And then right below it is another video that's gonna start of some guy in his bedroom that's showing you how the riff was played. Right. And then right below that is another guy that's an awesome singer that is doing a karaoke version of that song. And I mean, when I was young, that you know, KISS were superheroes, you know, Led Zeppelin were superheroes right. and i was like man it'd be neat to be able to do that but now you can just turn on even with the mtv it was you know videos are one thing but just just being able to go and i i can see well it's like if, if i want to see a video of somebody played last night there's cell phone footage of it somewhere i mean there's no there's no surprises right you know yeah there I,
0: there is actually quite a bit uh when i woke up today i, I was like wow that's it's a lot of coverage that I don't remember even seeing when I was there all oh, from the La- from show from last the, yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and it was unusual for me too, because I didn't take a camera. It was probably the first time I've ever seen you play right without having a camera in my hands. And I was, I I was jonesing quite a bit to take pictures because the lighting was actually better than expected. Uh, and Sometimes it's
1: good just to enjoy the moment it, it, and yeah, not have yeah. to
0: overanalyze it. Yeah, it was fun. I really enjoyed just getting out and, you know, I I didn't realize that people went places these days. That was
1: <laughs> And by contrast as a which joke. Is, I was
0: that was a joke. Is
1: uh, do, do you know Crobot played last night? I no. In Marietta, Ohio. I, I Really? Didn't know. I didn't know. My drummer's uh friend Ryan uh went at some little some little hole. There wasn't hardly anybody there.
0: Dang and old. they hung
1: out he I guess he hung out with them some before and after the show and
0: Tag on. We love Crowbot here, Yeah, we, by the way.
1: I absolutely love Crowbot. But I've been waiting for him to come back to Hia for all this. I would have almost called in sick to my gig, so I could have <laughs> went and seen them, but I didn't know they were they were in Ohio. Uh
0: Ryan, um my,
1: yeah, my base to,
0: fingers aren't working
1: today. <laughs> just plug into my amp and you'll be all right. Speaking of which, Ryan was a hoot last night. Oh yeah. He's so did you see the pictures of him on the on his on back. The, on the, uh, yeah, it was
0: great. He told me, it's like, I plopped down in my chair and
1: <laughs> next thing I knew it was on the
0: ground. Like, I loved how that. he was still holding his pipe. Oh, like, yeah. The pipe was not going to go down with and the and ship.
1: That damn pipe. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun creating music and, yeah, and yeah. you know, there was a lot of musicians there. And it's just, we, it's a, you know, we got a good thing. We've talked about it here before, but we got a good thing in this area with, a lot of love Absolutely. between all the local yeah. local musicians and artists and and uh you know that's like even, you know, Tom Edwards. He's a he's yeah, he's working on his third book.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we don't really it?
1: talk about that kind of stuff a lot. Yeah. And uh there are some authors and stuff in this town that um you know we don't think about and yeah. People from here, so
0: Tom's a good guy. He traveled the country, actually traveled the world uh with his guitar. Yep. Uh his What's the one book? Uh, it's like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, yeah, string, or something. Something, <laughs>
1: something in Broken Strings. I yeah, can't think yeah. of it offhand, but
0: um, I read. I read most of it. Uh, I got to say, I I'm bad about reading. I'll read a book a little while, and then I'll pick up another book because it excites me. And we've talked about that. I yeah. think here, but uh, I I had to giggle because he talked about how when he was in Paris, they were living under a bridge, trying to make money enough money to actually buy the next plane ticket. I mean, this, this was crazy. Him and his friends were just like literally scrounging enough money to travel to the next place so they could make it all the way around the world. And I guess Thailand, by the time he got there, that was really rough. It was becoming a real problem with how are we going to get out of here, you know, and pay for our trip to get where we need to go. So cool stuff, man. I just, I love seeing artists do things that that's inspiring really.
1: Right. I mean, you know, he just did it. Yeah. You know, he thought about it and he didn't, I think oftentimes, even as, as you know, we're older mm. and we think of reasons why yeah. we can't do things. And yeah. at least there's still some younger people out there that we can look to and be like, well, they looked at a reason why they could.
0: And they did yeah. some stuff yeah. like that, you know? So, And I will say if anybody's listening, and this is really important too, if you, if you are younger and you don't have big responsibilities yet, and you're creative, you want to go out and do things that are, exciting and all that uh there's really nothing holding you back but you right um me it's a little difficult i've got a family uh a job um that really kind of tie me down it's almost an anchor at this point uh i hate it because i i would you know where i see myself i gotta share this i would love to be able to just get in the jeep throw my tent in there throw some of this Sound gear in there my my camera gear, some um, some of my other bags for those of you who don't know i'm kind of a bag hoarder uh, I like to grab it. everything I own goes in a bag of sorts so that I can travel right. but i don't travel <laughs> you know every I mean literally everything I can do all of this on the road uh, my painting on the road I can do everything on the road and it 's designed to do that but i don't but i'll say this <laughs> i want to be able to that's to, for me that's my dream life is to be able to just get in a car drive 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 find something inspiring paint draw take pictures of it maybe do a podcast with somebody on the road um just document the the whole process you know might be a week here a week there maybe three weeks on the road however long it takes me to hit san francisco from here it's 2500 miles away right you know and just drive back a different direction see who i meet that way um and share all of it when i'm done here's a bunch of paintings that i produced on the trip here's some paintings i did when i got back in my studio based on the photos i took blah 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 but the job takes a priority because we've got things we got to pay for and right. that sort of thing, but I don't know I mean I just I'm not complaining it's I definitely don't want to sound like a complaint or a cop well out, the but
1: key is we got to find ways to to do some of that within the confines of
0: yeah our regular lives yeah so. I mean I get five weeks off right now. I've been there at the company long enough that yeah I get my standard four weeks off that I earn and then we're always shut down. At Christmas time yeah. for a week. So, when you look at it that way, it's like why? Why are you not traveling? You know why? Why are you not? That's that's me talking to myself, saying, "Hey, dumbass, wake up a minute. You just plan something. Right? Just go. You make good enough money. Just go do it. You know. Right. Um, I don't know. My influencers, the people, <laughs> the people who look at that I look up to, would say, "Yeah, why aren't you doing this? You know." And, get in your car and go someplace for crying out loud. You got a nice tent and it stays in the car. Yeah. My tent lives in my trunk of my car. You know, uh, the Jeep doesn't run, <laughs> <laughs> I burned it up in a, in a mud hole. <laughs> so, <laughs> has no engine. It sucked in a lot of mud. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have it. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope this episode was, uh, was good. It's, it's yeah. kind of a short episode where, Kind of cutting it off early.
1: Are we? Yeah, maybe. Are, we Are we? Uh, should we? Have we hit a, well, you know, we can wrap it up, but uh, have we really hit. Uh, We're about 40 minutes of jabbering. Uh, you know, are we making art or are we just making content? I mean.
0: I don't know that we can answer that. I'd like to be able to answer that. I, I tend to think we are just, as a population, kind of stuck on sharing and not understanding that we have to make a living at this. You know, let me rephrase that. You don't have to make a living at your art. You can do it for fun. You can do it for sharing. That may be all you want to do. However, there are those of us out there who would like to make either a nice side income for ourselves or at least do this full time. And one might look at me and say, well, then paint. Stop doing the podcast. Stop doing the photography. Stop doing all the other stuff you do. And just paint and do it the way we did it in the 1970s and 80s, and even the in the 90s before all this came about.
1: Yeah, they made art before
0: Instagram. Exactly. Um, but to add to that, I I do believe that there is some level of I want to be current. You know, I want to I want to share what I want to do what the kids are doing, so to speak. So,
1: what's more important to you? Uh, having a thousand people look at at a photo you've taken or, or a picture that you've done or, or making a hundred dollars off of it. I'd
0: Something. rather make the money. Yeah. Honestly. Um, it, let me address this in a way that seems a little bit more kind of how I run things the way I do it. A lot of folks think that the total number of subscribers you have on YouTube dictate whether you're successful or not. I, I don't, particularly think YouTube's ever going to be a way for me to make a living. It might be a small income channel, but I see it more as a marketing channel, a place where I can share what I do. And when people like what that is, they might go over to uh, Patreon and and support me there. Um, YouTube for me is more of a way of getting in front of the camera and working out my insecurities because I really don't like to be in front of a camera. I really don't even like talking. These podcasts are actually a challenge for myself. When I decided to do podcasting, it was, I just, I don't have anything important to say. And I realized that there is more to that. Uh, We have a, we have a blind side as an artist, you know, uh, think of a, think of a pie chart that looks like Pac-Man. All right. So you got this pie chart and you got this little slice of the pie that's missing. And when you share all that, you know, as an artist, you're sharing that open pie piece, that one slice of the pie. So when people see what you do, they think that's it. And the rest of it is your blind side. Mm -hmm. It's the part that all the stuff you forgot to share, all the stuff that you could share that would help somebody else, but you think it's not important anymore because you've been down that road. You've already done it. You don't need to share it anymore. And that's where YouTube and this podcast and all these other things really come into play for me. It's how do I I dive into that blind side and share that one nugget of information with somebody that's more than me sharing my art in terms of a picture or whatever else Instagram might love or whatever. How can I actually share this is the life of me as an artist in a way that I become in tune with that that blind side where I can really help people from the beginning stages all the way up to the higher stages? Because I'll say it like this. No, I'm not making my soul living on painting. I've made a lot of failures. I've had a lot of failures. I could blame my location. I could blame my own talent. I could blame my ability to market. I could blame all kinds of different things. My energy level, my routine, all of these things have have a factor that I could look at and say, well, this is why you can't do it, dude. You're lazy in a roundabout way. Mm -hmm. You're just lazy when really I'm not. There's just so many factors in it. We've talked about this before. That's A lot of it's luck, being in the right place at the right time, all these sorts of things. But the stuff that I've learned might be enough for somebody else to become successful. I could be sharing my struggles all along and say, this is what I've done. This is what I've done. And somebody out there younger than me, hungrier than me, whatever, they listen to my words and go, "Ah, I think he's right. I feel that way. It's just one little nugget, Mm -hmm. just one little thing. And that person actually becomes successful because they remember what uncle Mike said, you know, right. (laughs) Or whatever. Um, I look at myself as successful now as a, as a successful artist, because we do these podcasts and they're fun. I've conquered what I wanted to conquer with this. We are in the 12th episode. I really didn't think we'd make it past four. Um, wow. You're pessimistic. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Well, that's, that's why, uh, again, that's why I bought the H4N. I was like, well, I'd, I don't want to spend a lot of money on a recorder. Now I do. Cause we've made a little, we've made that next step, you know, right. Um, painting wise, same difference. You know, do I, do I buy this brush now? Cause I've achieved so much. I mean, I've, I've achieved a lot as a, as a fine artist uh, where the, the gear really just doesn't have an effect. Although I did buy a really nice uh, easel when we moved to this new place. It's an easel I've wanted for years and, I like it. It's a Maybef. It is tall. It's a Maybef uh easel uh shipped here directly from Italy. It's made me feel important for a minute. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's uh pretty decent. Uh I just want to get paint all over it so it looks like I actually work. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah. I hope I answered that. Did I answer it or did I go too far off? Yeah, yeah. you know.
1: I, it's, it's, you answered it with bringing up even more questions, which is kind of yeah, what the, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, there is no straightforward answers to anything that we really no, have no. ever talked about. No, we're just making suggestions. It's, it's all in, it's all, everybody's situation is different and what might work for you might yeah. not work for me, but.
0: I guess I should say, I, I got to be clear on this too, because I maybe yes. I did get it kind of off topic, but. To answer your original question about the money versus the the fame the social media fame, for me as an artist, it's about having one hundred dedicated followers who either want to learn or buy from me versus a thousand people i mean i got I think that's where I went with this conversation yeah. here it was I was thinking you know YouTube big subscriber accounts, all these other things, but you know i I really don't think any artist out there has to rely on big numbers to actually support themselves. I mean, if you knew that you could sell 10,000 albums on your own, every time you release an album, would that help? You know? Oh, I'd be churning them out. I'd be making oh, yeah. Time, but. <laughs> yeah, Right. And, and sharing it on YouTube would be not that important. Sharing right. it on Facebook would not be that important unless that's how you got to that point. And your followers your core fans like the people who showed up last night yeah you you know who they are you know there's certain people that follow you around to a lot of your different shows and uh those sorts of things and every band has them it's true
1: made a lot of new fans last night too which was interesting i've been getting a lot of love on facebook I've oh that's the cool. messages on the way i hear from guys that i had just you know i'd met after the show and yeah. i mean it's really that never gets old yeah no, that no matter how many I mean, I've played hundreds and upon hundreds of shows, and it just never gets old. When somebody's like, "Man, I I really liked your band." It's not even about me, which I get a lot of that too. Yeah, yeah. I make it look like I'm doing more than what I actually am, but I'm, you know, I'm not. But (laughs) it's it's cool when when they talk about your bass playing and specific because it's, it's not something that people gravitate toward. People can the average person can be excited by a drummer or a guitar player or a singer. But, you yeah. know, a bass player, it's not, you got to go a little bit farther to get a compliment on that. And I, as much as I love that and as unique as that is, I still just love it when people like my band. It's just, yeah. it's really cool and, and it's great. And I never take that for granted ever.
0: Yeah. Well, this is the first time I've seen you play without your hair. Oh, yeah. You it was know? weird. It, it was. It was like they got a new bass player.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, there was somebody there that I went to school with and they hadn't seen me like that. And they're like, I know, I know that guy, but yeah, they knew that <laughs> Your guy. stage
0: presence was so much better. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. I liked it. You think? Yeah, you kind of had this uh, sophisticated bass player look. Yeah, well, him.
1: I was trying to make sure my rig didn't didn't stop working again. That's Like I said, I was having trouble at the early part of the set, so
0: that's when. Well, the bass player is always the weird one, so you're yeah. allowed to be the weird one. Yeah, so. I am. I liked it.
1: I got to cover a lot of ground, too, where. You know, I'm just I'm just laying laying the foundation so Ryan can tell his stories. All of our songs are just stories.
0: <laughs> that's really all it is. Yeah, so. yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Like that, whiskey dick. I mean yeah, I, that really dick. had the that's crowd going. One.
1: Yeah. I dig it. Porcahonis, whiskey dick. If if yeah. anyone's listening to this and they <laughs> want to check out some of our music, just mgflash.com, dot com and then that will lead you to uh to places where you can hear that. But you, you yeah. gotta hear Porcahonis. Yes, I said porkahanas. Yeah,
0: porkahanas is and good. whiskey
1: dick. We actually did a video for that uh, professional video. It's on yeah. YouTube. Cool. So.
0: Yeah, I, I tell you, it just it's just fun. You know, it get is. out. And you, you know, you don't have to have all these uh, big names and um, and whatever. I'm sure there's a show near you, wherever it is you're at, and and supporting the local musicians is. Is kind of important
1: if you're a local artist in general, no matter what your medium is. Yeah, it's important to get out where other local artists are. Yeah, and network and meet people and just be, just feel part of the of that community. Yeah,
0: you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be so closed off. But I mean, the synergy of it alone is yeah. going to be enough to get you inspired. You know, yeah, when uh, that that's a, I gotta to say this, I am truly inspired by all these bigger names. But it also works the same way locally. You can be inspired by somebody right next door. And I know we have musicians in this area that are just truly inspiring oh, for yeah. what they've done. Uh, for the years they put in, the hard work they put in, and literally the tenacity of getting up every day and making the work that they do without really getting any recognition for it. Right. You know, um, for some that that just seems so sad that they have put that many years into something. and you know, whatever, but I tend to believe that as an artist, it's the work, the work that we put into it that makes us the artist, not necessarily the work that we finished.
1: The journey, not the destination. Exactly.
0: So, I don't know. I think that's probably a good place to stop with this episode. Um, so, we did hit our destination. Then. We we we're did. Stopping. We did. I mean, we're we're almost an hour. Mike, I, well. By the time I get the ums and all that out of there, we might be a little short of an hour, but... I don't know. I don't do a whole lot of editing anyway, but maybe I should. If you're listening to this and you think I should edit more, leave a comment. Tell me, yeah. edit more.
1: Yeah, I'll still love to have we user, got like, you, you listener feedback is yeah, great. Yeah. So. We're
0: like 4.7% on iTunes. What's uh, that mean? Or not 4.7%, but 4 4.7 stars out of 5. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Which I think is skewed to a higher level. I'd like to see some really bad reviews. Go there and write some bad reviews. Something to get me all excited.
1: Well, after they hear this one, we will yeah. probably get one.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, probably. Maybe. But I mean, that'll probably come from the guy who likes Jackson Pollock or something. Right. You know, Jackson, fuck po- him. We didn't. I hate him. Jackson Pollock. <laughs> 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 my my friend uh, Hanno he put he put something about Jackson Pollock. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that's I, good. Thank you
1: <laughs> for that. Did we get any Star Wars haters from the last I, one? I I
0: didn't see any really yet. We don't have any comments on I people just want to that. love Star Wars. So they do. Yeah. I'm I I really thought there'd be somebody out there just you know. Mean, you, you, oh! 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 you know, <laughs> get you, all mad. You were kinda rough <laughs> on
1: Star Trek. Not <laughs> track, Trek. So, you know, so whatever. I
0: I can't help it. Spock was cool. I bet oh, he yeah. got all the ladies. Oh yeah, what a great, what a great all the, character. All the alien ladies. Or was that just all William Shatner taking it? I think it was all
1: Shatner, but you know this sex act is very logical. I mean, what's he going to (laughs) say? I don't know. I don't think it works. I don't think it works for Spock to be ladies name. It
0: was logical. Well, that's that's a start. I don't know. I don't just you know as I'm sitting here thinking, uh, as as we do our thing, I can't help but you know look at the idea that. And I want to add this too because it's been kind of on my mind for for quite some time. I get really put off on social media when people say, um, "Oh, you have a great talent. Why aren't you doing this for a living?" Or, uh, and not direct, not directly at me. I see it a lot of times it directed at other people. I'm not not trying to point this out at me, but you know, art can be your side hustle, and it can make you a lot of money as a side hustle, right? <laughs> um. I I think if you're in it for the money, you need to rethink why you're doing it. The money should be secondary. It should start to, in my opinion, should flow because of your work, not be a reason to do the work. And that's really where social media flies in here is, are you creating content to be shared or are you creating content because you're an artist? So that is the deep thought for the end of this show. Glad you all came. Check me out at michaelworth.com. Yeah. Just that was a funny look. We're not going to go there. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you can find me at michaelworth.com, M I C H A E L W A R T H.com. Paul, where can we find you? Well,
1: you can find me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash vexton, V E X T O N. Add me. Let's make some new friends. Yeah.
0: Let's do some friends. Can't <laughs> do some friends. Wait. I'm just this terrible. Has been,
1: this has been a loose day, but that's it's, good. It's man. getting there. Conversation, So yeah. You know are You under- the
0: grass is mowed. That's the problem. Like, is- I don't have anything to do after this. I just edit. Okay, right, we're good. we're lingering. That's what we do. I had a good time. What do we do next? I think you're going to drink another beer. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you like these shows, honestly, I'm going to ask. If you like these shows, go out and put a a word in for us. Share it with your friends. If you like podcasts, yeah. and whatever. Uh, I really want this to feel more like a, a hangout with a couple of creative dorks in their uh their bar, their lounge, whatever. That's the whole idea with yeah. the, the drinking. Might
1: make your I, I was uh, asked. Dr- might make your drive a little a little uh, shorter, but you don't want to drink while you're driving. No, huh?
0: don't drink while you're driving. But I, I was asked, and I got to put it out there. And it, this person was, you know, kind of. They're too too much of a sissy to actually put it out for everybody to see. So they sent me an email. Oh, really? Yeah, fuck that guy. But he says, "Well, dude, I don't really understand why you have to uh, drink on every one of your episodes." And it wasn't Donald Trump, just so you know. <laughs> Even that's kind of sound like well, we didn't Donald drink
1: Trump. on. The, it has. A, we haven't drank on every one of them though. I'm i sure. I think
0: I have. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need our fact checker. Maybe. I at least drink before <laughs> I definitely after I'm, but, I'm not an alcoholic. But I get, promise. Don't get mad at I'm the not, guy for quiet. talking like that. He was asking, he was
1: asking a question. So yeah. It's all yeah. Right.
0: I mean, it, you just want to know why. So I'm, I'm trying to put it out there. This is why we have lounge music that was uh, written by my friend, Adil Constantine. So if you know Adil, shout a shout out to a song. Yeah. Um, that's why. I, I enjoy it. I like beer. This kind of is a harken. It this harkens back to my thirsty muse days when I was doing some stuff for that, and you know.
1: And oftentimes, even though I'm not, see, what's funny is you know I'm pretty much a non-drinker. Yeah, that's you know? always uh, fun for me. But alcohol has been a, a artistic lubricant for many many years. Yeah. So yeah, and
0: I'm not allowed to smoke pot.
1: Right. My work won't allow it. So
0: I probably would if I could. Yeah. They yeah. went the last listener we ever had.
1: <laughs> I've never tried it yet, but I plan to someday.
0: I've tried it. People
1: don't believe it, don't wanna.
0: I giggle with it. I just You know, out. that's
1: been a, a, a artistic lubricant from yeah many years too, absolutely. you know. So so
0: but yeah, the lounge lounge idea and, and and to the guy that, you know, I guess he took the time to listen to our shows and sent me an well, email. Yeah.
1: Quit being so hard on him, Mike. I, you know. He had to sit down and think about typing that and typed it and sent it to you. That's cool.
0: Yeah, I guess. Bad grammar. It was terrible grammar. It, a lot well, of us spelled words. I don't words think
1: we got a lot lot, to, lot of stones to throw <laughs> on that, uh, in that area today. Well, you know, it's been a, our talking, not too goody.
0: Yeah. Are you still listening? Are you? Have you crashed your car yet? If you're listening in the car. <laughs> Could you imagine?
1: So can you imagine somebody's listens to, to our podcast And we're to the rambling stage that we, you know, get to oftentimes. Yeah. And they've gotten into a wreck, like when I wrecked my motorcycle. Yeah. My bike. I was listening to Iced Earth, and uh, some screaming power metal. Yeah. 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 Was playing, and my bike is on the side of the road, and it is just jamming. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm laying there, just flopping (laughs) around. And I remember somebody comes up and they're like, "How do you turn it off?" And I'm like it's it's the big metal thing in the center you know you turn because I couldn't figure <laughs> out how to turn my Harley off yeah and just imagine if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're stuck in the ditch somewhere and they can't get the radio off
0: and right right they're stuck listening we're just, we're just talking over and over the poor EMTs are going how do you turn this shit off yeah you know why do these guys just keep talking the show was over 10 minutes ago this is the ramble this is our post, post we show should, ramble we should probably do a ramble every time yeah actually we're doing better now than we did before it was I like know, let's just you know you know this
1: is hour two of <laughs> number twelve. Did you yeah. say it was
0: twelve? Yeah, ramble episode number twelve. In that
1: funny voice. All right, Mike. I think it's dinner time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we That's what
1: I want to eat something. You know, see, I like food as much as you like uh, drinking. I like food too. So though. we need to what we need to do is we need to have a Clearly. we we need to have a food food episode. We'll sit here and eat
0: and talk we about. We need to get a chef. Are well, you a chef? Oh, that'd be awesome. Somebody out there listening. Preferably somebody close we could actually set up in the restaurant and you know, hear the sounds of the restaurant. I could do some, you know, well, that'd be really cool, some really cool extra sounds for
1: whatever. There's some interesting restaurants in Chilcotte that are a little bit different. We, you know,
0: yeah. i Wonder if we it, can talk them into just, it.
1: Yeah, what that just hit me that that would be a good idea to.
0: I don't know. See, see this I had is to reach
1: out. This is why we're live. Yeah, not when you're listening to it, but we're live right now and we're doing it.
0: Yeah, I probably won't even edit out all the stuff that Paul says because I do that a lot too. He doesn't even know. (laughs) Yeah, just a joke. I don't. I don't really edit. I put the music in the beginning and the music at the end, and I, I'm done for the most part. All right, (laughs) end of ramble. Okay, gotta go. We punched ourselves out now. Yeah. Thanks
1: Thanks, for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming, Paul. Jesus. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) All right. I had to. See you guys.
1: Bye.